This is the Introvert's Bubble with Anang of Courageous Creativity, telling introvert stories, pushing ourselves to have more adventures and misadventures and to grow. Living life how we need it. As always, rating the podcast on any apps to listen to is always appreciated. Since you all seem to like the Introvert Dictionary episode that I um, thought, well, what did I do? I did it last season? Season two? Yes. I thought I'd do... A few more, but something that's a little different to spelling word with the introvert thesaurus. And I'm sure you all know that a thesaurus is. Like we have all used it in high school and college to pretty much elevate our papers, hoping to make it longer or sound smarter. Sometimes you're like, oh shit, I need to add like 300 more words. What's another word for though? Like how can I... How can I just add a few more words here and there? How can I sound a little smarter because you're in college kind of thing? And honestly, what it is, it's a list of synonyms and related concept words comparing each other. They are, none of them are exact. Like the list of words is never exact from what it is, but it gives you a good option. So if you're looking for a word, I'm like, oh yeah, I need something that's like, that's not hot. It could be humid. It could be moist. It could be scorching. Like there's, again, that's what thesaurus means. And this will be part to spelling words that don't actually go together and some that do for us introverts. So the first one is an easy one to understand. Alone does not equal lonely. Like that's an introvert thing that we get such slack for all the time that we're alone all the time and so we're such we must be such lonely people and we must be so sad all the time no no i mean the complete that's and of course in their mind they're putting anxiety isolation depression all lumped in together those are all very different things some introverts have it some people like some extroverts have depression some don't it's a very different thing than introversion it's just how we get our energy. And yes, we have we can have times when we're alone that we are lonely, but it doesn't they're not synonymous to each other. They don't mean the same thing and they shouldn't. Number 2, quiet does not equal shy. Sometimes it's just we're quiet because we have nothing to talk about. Sometimes you're dominating the conversation. Sometimes you're going it's going too fast that we just don't really have the time to like interject. We may not know anybody there, so we're not sure how our opinion is going to land with you guys. Maybe we just don't like, I mean, I don't like you. Maybe it's just kind of, we thought of something, it's too late, and now we're like, oh shit, I should have said that earlier, now you're braiding yourself, and then you kind of lose track of the conversation. That might be why I'm quiet. I could just be listening. You could, what you're saying could be just fascinating and riveting to me, and I'm just paying attention. There's really no reason for me to have to say stuff in between. Like, I, if you look at my face, you can tell I'm listening to you or not. Because, yes, there are times where I'm like, I'm just leaning to the side, I'm just looking away. There are times where I don't even, I don't even try to hide that I am just done with this conversation. I'm done with you. I am so bored. Other times I'm kind of like, I'm listening. You can tell I'm listening. I want you to, especially as a good story, keep going. I'm looking at you. We're, we're, keep going. I'm, 
Not everything has to be communicated by words. You can see by body language. Number three is pet can equal a friend, which also means socializing. Yes. Yes, my I believe pets can be friends. Yes, I understand they're not exactly the same as a human friend, but I get the same affection from my dog than I get from some of my friends. I get the same amount of companionship. My dog gets me out just as much as my friends do. I do talk to my dog sometimes. Not I'm not full conversations. I know he ain't talking back to me. But there's other ways to communicate where I can tell he's like, he wants to go outside a little bit. He wants me to play with him. Bitch might be just staring at me because he's bored as hell. I do the same thing to him. There are times where I literally will just, I am bored on my mind. I'm just going to fuck with you. I'm just, ugh, I'm going to jump on the dog and I am just going to just mush him all much because I just want to mess with him. And that's what I do. And a lot of times he's perfectly fine with it. When he's not, he lets me know. So yes, I believe pets can be your friend. Same with a cat. I, I mean, I can understand a fish. I'm not sure how you can do as much with a fish because you can't really pet it or you can't really do stuff with it. And you can't go anywhere with them. But you get companionship. You get socializing partially because they get you out for a pet, which is also going to be a friend. Next one is books can equal adventure. I mean, in the first sense that a lot of these are f- nonfiction so they can be talking about people who already have gone somewhere and explored things. Why do you think so many people go travel places? Because they heard about something gorgeous or great and everything else from a book. That's part of the reason why I studied abroad in Ireland. I literally, Nora Roberts is one of my favorite authors. I just read one of her trilogies and it was a book. The series was based in Ireland and just the way she explained it sounded so magical, sounded so beautiful to me. I had to go and I had the option popped up and my first first thing in my mind was kind of, I am going to Ireland. I'm going to see all these things. I'm going to feel the magic. I would just, oh, love it all. But it also can be just for travel blogs. There's traveling journalists and everything else. Like these things can give you the adventure in any fiction book. I mean, how many times, like, how many adventures have you felt you've gone through when you've read Harry Potter? Any kind of, like, sci-fi books? Hell, any romance. You start getting, like, hot and bothered, too, sometimes. That's part of the adventure. It's in there. You may have not gotten the actual, like, action in it, but it's still part of... You get the story. The story's in you. You read, you live partially through it, through the actual words in the book. And the fifth one... So, forced conversations do not equal being nice. They can equal torture. So, in this sense, where so many of us are forced to talk to people we don't want to, with work, with other family members trying to force us to talk to other people because, well, you got to be nice because they like you or they are family, but they're going to be racist assholes to you, but you have to be nice to them. No. No, you're not going to force me to have a conversation with somebody because that that's not being nice. That's you being mean to me because you don't have any boundaries and you don't actually have a care for other people's well-being or feelings. So yeah, me being forced to conversations with 
shitty people at work is torture and mean. Me being forced to talk to someone just because they showed an interest in me and I have no interest in them. Or they've said some really mean, homophobic, racist, whatever kind of things. I don't have to talk to them. I, it's not, that's not me being nice. That doesn't equal the same thing. Being forced to talk to somebody just because I'm supposed to make them feel better. They don't deserve it. No. I don't believe that. I don't believe anybody should have to be forced into a conversation with somebody just to make someone else feel better when they don't deserve it. And that's my biggest like stick in a lot of these things is that just because they are older or they have more money or they're a friend of the family or blah, 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 all these different things that have nothing to do with them. Like, yeah, great. You're older than me. So what if you were born before me? Doesn't mean you're smarter than me. Doesn't mean you have actually done anything great for society. Like, I'm sorry. My grandfather was a pillar in my in our community. He made sure a lot of people got out of Laos and Thailand during the Vietnam War. He did a lot to save his family and everything else. Him, yes, I will give him any time of the day when he was alive. He's not now. Because he deserved it. He was a good person. There are other people that I know in the community who think just because, well, I'm over here. I'm older. Like, great. But it's like, yeah, but you're an asshole. You're rude to everyone else. You expect everyone to just bow down to you like you're some royalty. No. I don't owe you shit. No one owes them shit. Honestly, I wish they'd eat shit because they're just they're assholes. So no, I am not going... That's not me being nice. That's me putting up my boundaries and me taking care of myself. And so those are... This is going to be kind of a quick episode, I guess you can tell. But those are kind of my... The first thing that comes to mind for what do or do not go together in the introvert thesaurus. That there are... Yeah, there's a lot of different things out there that could could not go together. I mean, I would love to hear if any of y'all... And y'all kind of have certain ones that just fit with you. Because I'm sure some people don't believe books are adventurous. Some for some of you, it may just because you're not a reader, it may be your movies or what gets you there. Maybe your video games, maybe your own writing can do it. Maybe not the books because you just don't like the books that you've read, or they just don't seem to kind of pull you in like you want them to. Maybe it's because honestly, I don't know. But these are are what I believe should not be, should or should not be put together as words that relate to together or, or synonyms. In any sense of the world. So yeah. Let me know if you guys have any good ones out there. I would love to hear about them. Because I always find them funny. Especially when you. Fun- Tell me your your friends out there that are not. I mean. there's like there, I remember there's a dog out there. His best friend's a rock. So what? He makes it makes him happy. He, play, he plays with it. He brings food to it. Okay. That's his friend. Thanks for listening. Check out the show notes for the links to the blog and my Patreon, where you can get more info, check out products. Hit me up on Instagram at the Introverse Bubble or Courageous Creativity.